Blog Talk Radio. I'm Rich Elman here live at, well, Ashley Ridge High School for our game of the week here tonight. Another beautiful night of football brought to you by our friends over at the South Carolina Youth Football Association. We're underway here as it is going to be one night to remember. Why, that is senior night here for the Swamp Foxes. And, uh, well, Coach Birdsong's done a great job giving us all the open opportunity and, uh, well, ability to get in and around the football field here tonight. Now, Earlier today, it was the 8U and the 10U guys getting after it. And, of course, they are, by the way, taking on the Bowman Seminoles. Bowman Seminoles are here in town tonight for their senior night. The 8U program won big, 32 to nothing. That was the first game of the night earlier. And then 10U jumped in here and put 62 strong points on the board, a 62 to 6 win there for the 10U program. It was a big kick return for Bowman as they were able to get the ball and drive it into about the 20 to 25-yard line. They now have the ball here. We're underway and under the lights here for a beautiful Saturday night game of the week. One of the final weeks here of not only October, but also of the regular season. Next month, we will start, well, that of uh, tournament play. Next week, we will be at the fourth. They will be, of course, playing host to the uh, North Charleston Raiders. Airtime is going to be 6.30. We will uh, kick off about 30 minutes earlier next week. Hopefully everything will work out with the schedule. Let's get you understood here as the Bowman Seminoles are in all black tonight. White numbers. Ashley Ridge, the swap boxes in the pink shirts, pink socks and black pants and that signature helmet that the boys under the lights on Friday night wear, of course, that's that uh, gold helmet and that famous Swamp Fox logo on the side. As we look here tonight for another great night of action, it's now, of course, uh, third down. We'll spot the ball around the 50-yard line. Two receivers hanging out to the left, two, three, yep, two to the right side. Quarterback coming at you from the shotgun. Bad snap. He rolls out to the right side. He's going to sling the rock out of bounds. That's questionably. I'm not sure whether, again, if they're allowed to get outside of the tackle box. And if they are, then, of course, it's not intentional grounding. And, of course, in high school football, that would be an automatic loss of downs. And, uh, well, the rest of that story, as you know. What a night it was last night if you were in and around uh, this area. Swamp Foxes won their big game last night, beating Stahl. Somerville and the fourth. 
met for another big-time arrangement. We'll talk about that right after this. And that's going to be a little bit of movement early on the offensive line, and they'll move it back five yards. And that'll push them back just a little bit further towards the woods. Now, if you're trying to track us here on how we do the layout, we kind of give you some barriers. If you're familiar, we're in the side of the main camp or side of the main field on their practice field here tonight. So they'll still be running either towards the scoreboards or I'll be saying towards the woods, or we're running to 61. Wait and see what we do. Here's a snap. Rolling downs out to the left side. He's going to look. He's going to take it. He goes across the 45 and around somewhere around the 50. And he's tackled there, maybe back to the line of scrimmage. As we look at uh, a fourth down, he's going to come up, and we'll see how they're going to do some transition here, get some guys in and out. Great night for football, late October, but yet it doesn't feel like October. I know there's some people out and about at other places that, uh, well, quite frankly, uh, wish they had this electric, I would say, weather environment and even football because there's other states who aren't playing this time of year. That's actually going to end up with a turnover on down. We're coming to you live from the sidelines tonight. We're going to do the best we can to get you the spotting here. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Quarterback has the shotgun formation around his 40. Man in motion left to right. There's a flag on the play. He's going to get – looks like he's going to drop the ball. This could be a turnover on downs. And just like that, the transition from the quarterback to the receiver in motion, threw it up to him, and he drops it there, pending the – Foul on the ground. We'll find out whether or not it's going to stand a turnover or not. It's waiting to see what we have here coming up. We'll get into some of the action here a little bit later on some of the big games that were happening just last night around the low country. As I mentioned, it was a huge day for the Somerville Green Wave and the Fort Dorchester Patriots. I tell you, it was everything you could imagine for in a rivalry game, an instant classic. Whatever you need to hashtag, it was that and more. And, uh, you know, the board came out very excited for no One game away from winning a region championship. But, hey, Somerville comes in there, you know, with a pretty impressive record themselves at 3-1. Their only loss was to Stratford, and that was part of that midnight mass service that they had earlier in uh, game one, we'll get back to that in just a minute. As they break the huddle, Asher Ridge did get it because it was uh, a personal foul on uh, the boys of Bowman. So that gives them a whole new set of downs. First and 10 coming to you from the Bowman 40-yard line. Two receivers, three receivers left, one to the right. He throw it to the right, and he's incomplete. Gave it a good shot and tried to throw it to the weak side, if you will. Now to bring up second down from the 40. As uh, the Swamp Foxes with the ball heading towards the scoreboard. Back to last night's action, though, but it was an interesting conversation for many. I mean, there was a lot of people that were amazed that Fort was putting up, averaging 55 points a game. And defensively, hadn't given up touchdowns in two games. But, you know, the action is all of that until you get into a rival game. Somerville had come out and found ways to beat other teams. Again, we'll get back to that after this play. 355 remaining. All zeros on the clock. Two receivers left. Two right side. Man in motion goes left to right. He's going to get set. Running back to his right side. Takes the snap. Quarterback runs out to his right side. They got a big old dog hunting about, 
Ah, I bet that cat's ever been a 6-3. He's number 64 from Bowman. Cheers to find out where that young man's going to play on that Friday night coming up. Trying to bring up another down here. And, again, we're coming to you live from the sidelines tonight. That should be up at third down. Third and ten. Play call is going to come in. They're in the huddle. Breaks the huddle. They'll set up some receivers. Young man checking in late. Another young man going to get out. Coming in number three. Coming out number 12. Here we go now with two receivers to the right side. To the left. Man in motion coming at you. Right to left. Throws it to the left side. Number 87 is going to go across. He should have a first down and a lot more still chopping his feet. Trying to see exactly where he finally is able to be tackled. He's not tackled yet until he dives in close to the end zone. Big-time play there by Ashley Ridge, and that's going to give them some new life and a new set of downs. They should be somewhere around the uh, 20-yard line, so it should come up a first and 10 around 20. We're going to get a timeout from Bowman. The Seminoles want to take a peek here. It's now first and 10 on the 20. Great play call there by the head coach from uh, the Swamp Boxes. Again, you see a lot of this man moving from the left side to the right side and receivers. You know, last night I made the comment, being the fact I get the chance to be the voice of the Patriots on FD Sports TV, and I, I, I don't see many quarterbacks coming at it from the under center formation, if you will, the I formation. It's a very uncommon formation anymore, right? They come from a shotgun formation. There's usually a running back to the right side or to the left side. And when it's all said, put, and done, and everything's put together, I figured it out. Midway through, I finally said, you know, it's got to be because of the amount of momentum that once they hand it off to the running back or if the quarterback decides to do a keeper, he's got that mojo and he's able to get in towards the line of scrimmage. Back to the action we go here in the first quarter. 256 remaining in the first quarter. All zeros here on senior night. Great night for football. Everybody in attendance. Good crowd from the Bowman crowd. Of course, the Swamp Fox is in attendance. Man, did they catch him there. They're going to let him play. Hands it off the middle. Number three for the Swamp Fox is going to run to that left side between the guard and tackle. He'll Somewhere around the 12-yard line here. That should bring up a second down. Start to kind of look at some of the action again. We'll talk about some of the big games from last night as we had a uh, plethora of games that took place throughout the area. Somerville, of course, uh, boy, they gave Fort Worcester all they could. as They, uh, they at one point had a two-touchdown lead. Back to that after this. High formation they go. Quarterback under center. No receivers anywhere to be found. Quarterback with a handoff. Young man comes from the left side to the right side, but he introduced himself to number nine as he gets slung down on the ground, a loss of three. That should bring a third down and we give it 13. 213 and counting it down in the first quarter. I'm going to make Jay Williams from uh, the South Carolina Youth Football Association. He is, of course, the commissioner. He's the man that kind of directs my steps on a Saturday night. At times, I get my guy from Voice Sports. Clint Robinson Sr. joins me. I know this uh, morning he was over at Danny Jones as uh, the Raiders 
and asked him to come over. I had gone over to Somerville and watched that rival game between Somerville and the Ford. Here's the snap on the shotgun. Throws it in the air, and it's going to be picked off. Or is it dropped? Yep. Very close to being dropped, being picked off there. That's going to bring up a big time fourth down. Under the lights here, down the road of 165, we are located here at Ashley Ridge High School. I want to thank Shane Fiddler. He is the head football coach here at Ashley Ridge for allowing these young future Swamp Foxes to ball out on a Saturday afternoon or Saturday night. Depends on their schedule. And it's tonight is their night as they are the game of the week here in the SEC division of the South Carolina Youth Football Association. Ashley Ridge been the huddle formation again. I got to tell you, Bowman has got a few big dogs. I mean, they look like they should be playing, if not JV, close to it. Man, oh, man, did they grow big in Bowman. Coming at you, shotgun formation. Two to the left, two to the right. Man in motion. Receiver is coming at you from the left to right. Number 22 set. Three to the right side. Quarterback goes to the right side. 87 from Ashley Ridge is going to catch it. He's introduced another I tell you, number nine is one of the fastest young men. That's going to be a turnover on downs, and we'll kind of wait and see how this one starts to pan out. Again, 122, nothing on the scoreboard as we'll walk down here. We're kind of getting a little different feeling this time because usually I'm up high tonight. I get the opportunity to do it on the field, an opportunity to uh, kind of call it in-game action. I mean, you know, it's kind of like XFL, if you will, get the chance to be active from a whole different can of worms. Wait and see how this thing works out as we get behind the line of scrimmage. It's kind of what we're doing here. We're not going to get too close into the action, but we will get you close enough that I can see where we're going here. First down for the Seminoles of Bowman. Good, exciting stuff here. We'll look at you and try to put everything in play. Caught the ball around the 15-yard line. Center of the field they go. Now they're going back towards 165. If you're familiar with the facility, we're heading back towards the schoolhouse. And, man, they got just as many big dudes on the offensive line. Here comes Bowman from the center, under center, and he's not going to get anything. Ground, ball's on the ground, and there's some signals that it could be coming towards Ashley Ridge. It is. It's a turnover on that. Looks like that. Ashley Ridge is able to do what they needed to do to get those big guys to fumble the ball. We're going to stay down on this end. Maybe we'll get somebody to throw with the ball this way. We'll see. Good stuff here. Not a bad view on a Saturday night. Come and see you live from the den. I think it's how they refer it over here for the Swamp Foxes. Like I mentioned last night, those guys got a big win on their senior night. Good buddy of mine's uh, the center of the Swamp Foxes. That's uh, a guy that has done some great things at Hampton Smith. Shout out to all the Swamp Foxes on a season where they've had to face more than just the other teams. One receiver, one side, two receivers, right side. Here's the quarterback keeper up the middle. He's coming my way. He hits it to the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, touchdown. And I mean, the kid ran it right at me. And he saw an opportunity. He looked. Receivers in motion. He thought maybe they thought they were going to fight on the right side, and the quarterback says, I'm going to keep this one. And number one gets in after 12 yards of scampering in for a touchdown, and that's going to make it now 7 nothing, or excuse me, 6 nothing, pending the extra try here. 
Say AR going to get on the board first. 104 remaining here in the first quarter. I got to say, this may be something I try to do next week. We'll wait, we'll wait and see. We'll see if the professor joins me next week. I'm pretty sure he will. But, uh, again, there's going to be tons of things for us to catch up with here at halftime. We'll maybe check in with their athletic director, Coach Birdsong. Got to see his thoughts of uh, how this season has gone. Is it a, a neat deal? We talk about it all the time on all of our radio shows here on the network. Going for two as they get two receivers. Nope. One to the left. Two to the right. Get him set. Get him and going. Here is the quarterback keeper again. Two's going to get it this time. Does he have enough? And the fumble on the ground, but it doesn't matter. He was down before the ball came out. No good. So we'll keep it there. Six nothing. Ashley Ridge with the lead. We'll stay here with you through most of it. The only time we'll probably get much of a break tonight is going to be probably, and I'm just thinking, halftime. I'll take a little lengthy breath there and get myself uh, maybe some fluids I can bring you in the second half. When you do it solo, boy, you, you find yourself talking a good bit. Yeah, we'll also get you up to date here in just a minute on some of the scores from last night. I know the Clemson Tigers were in action earlier. They they were struggling there for a minute to separate themselves with Syracuse. Syracuse is a team that you got to watch for, but I think they ended up watching the score go up, and they did what they normally do. But we'll give you a breakdown of some of those guys in games around the area as well. Ashley Ridge takes the lead. 104 remaining here in the first quarter. Good night for football here on the – Saturday night game of the week on the Southern Sports Central Radio Network. Blow that whistle, set up the ball, kick it. It's a short kick, and it may go out of bounds. And if it does, yeah, I think it was out of bounds when he got it. And uh, coaches are going to try to do their best acting to get the ball to turn over, but it's not going to happen as they spot the ball. Looks like around close to the 30. Friday night, of course, uh, a night that we all look at, we all focus on, but Saturday, older Saturday give us pipeline for our conversations for Fridays, Saturdays, for the NFL, Sundays. You know, it all started somewhere. And for us, it's going to start right here tonight. Good crowd in the stands. I was saying earlier today, I was over at Somerville High School where they hosted uh, the Fort Dorchester 8, 10, and 12 youth before swept the wave today. Haven't gotten any scores from Clinton as far as uh, how things looked over at North Charleston, but not to say the team they played against isn't good, but I got to tell you that Raider program's uh, they're a well-oiled machine, and you'll hear them live right here next week as they'll travel over to the fort, and that'll be our game of the week, kick it off at 630. The boys of Bowman takes the snap, quarterback rolls out, 18 throws it to the left side, he's got a man and picked off going the other way to the 15, to the 5, to the 4, to the 3, to the 1, touchdown. Whoa, look at that. What a great job there. As we start to kind of see action, of course, pick 6. You don't get that often, but pick 6 as you start to kind of put everything in perspective. It is a 51-second clock. AR with a pick 6. Pick six to get you six. That's how they do it there. So, Ashley Ridge now on the board, even more than they were before. That's not going to make it 12 
to nothing here is a great job there with 51 seconds remaining. Coming up halftime, we'll talk a little bit about some of the games from last night. Friday night lights, boy, you got your popcorn, corn work, and a few sodas if you were at fourth. They're going to go for two, as they always do here on this level. Here's the handoff up the middle. Did he get enough? He did not. He's on the inch yard line where we're standing at right now, and that'll keep it there. It is a 12-point lead, 51 seconds in the first quarter is left, and a great job by Ashley Ridge. You guys were able to really see this quarterback, and as he came out of the pocket, he rolled out to that left side. He thought he had something, but, boy, you can't throw into double coverage and size matters because the receiver was shorter than the defender. And here comes the re- defender. He steps up, accepts his Christmas gift, it ran at about 15, maybe 20 yards into the end zone. So a great job there. Haven't had a chance to see Bowman. This is our first time here on Southern Sports Central looking at these, uh, these Seminoles. By the way, great helmets, fellas. Got that arrowhead on the side. I'm, of course, a former Sacrity Brave. I, I respect that. Beautiful night for football. Setting you up here with 51 seconds left. Ashley Ridge sets up the ball. Big number 40 trying to put everything he's got, and he kind of boots it to the right side, and he's going to down it there, and somewhere around the 40 he goes. We kind of hang tight here behind the action. And, uh, again, Bowman coming in here. Don't know a lot about Bowman. Learned a little bit, but so far, Ashley Ridge is showing that they are flexing their muscles in a big way as they are up big. 12 nothing. Scored it, of course, uh, in the first quarter with 104 left on the clock. They scored it really quickly. There. Six nothing. They go up and then a pick six. And they get up another six there, and that made it 12. Ashley Ridge wearing the Pink socks and pink jerseys. Attribute to breast cancer awareness. Been in a very tough, very tough year for a lot of those who have dealt with friends and families and those they know with cancer. It's kind of been a tough conversation. Let's break the huddle. Let's break the conversation with two receivers to the left, one to the right, man in motion, left to right. They're going to fake it to a quarterback keeper, number nine. Look. Good as he goes to the left side and he goes in between three, two, and he finally gets knocked down somewhere around the 50 yard line. Again, we're coming to you from the field tonight. Don't have the press box opportunities to stand up and look from the bird's eye view, but we're going to give you an interactive opportunity tonight because this was kind of like the XFL, if you will. This is a little different love here. Usually I get the professor down here and I'm up high, but tonight we're coming to you live from the ridge. Man in motion coming to you left and right. Quarterback's going to keep it. He's going to roll out to the right side. Nobody there. He's going to have to figure out. He dukes one, but he's now introduced to three of those Ashley Ridge swamp boxes. Number 40, the first man on the tackle there. They laid on the cat. Number 40 is a pretty big kid, too, man. I don't know if he'll be uh, out here next year. I'm thinking the young man's probably going to be playing Coach Shane Fielder on that B-team squad. So we'll Talk maybe more about that here throughout the night. Maybe Mr. Burton can tell me some of these young guys who are going to be doing some big things coming up. It looks like it could be a turnover on down, but it is. And here comes Ashley Ridge. They get the ball around their own 
They break the huddle. Good music in the background. There you go. Get the fans on their feet. Two receivers, left side. One, two receivers, right side. Shotgun formation. Quarterback with the receiver to his right side. And it's Ashley Ridge's ball heading towards the scoreboard. They're up 12 nothing with 27 seconds in the first quarter. Check now. Three receivers to the left side. They're coming to the left side. Across the middle. He got him. It's right. All the way to the 20. He's going to possibly get that race into the 15. Five, four, three, two, one. Touchdown. Big time. And I mean, this kid looks like he's done this before. The quarterback rolls out of his pocket. He gets to that left side and he sees number three. Ashley Ridge, and he gets in the end zone. I don't see any flags anywhere, so that's usually a pretty good sign that that play was stand. It was 14 seconds. They throw a nice strike into the end zone. And now that's going to put us a little bit a little bit more into a, uh, a little bit bigger lead here tonight. It's going to put 18 we're going to give him credit for right about, let's give him 60-yard pass. How about that? Great job by the quarterback. Taking what the defense is giving you. And saw this young man kind of coming out of the, off his block. And when he came off his block, he stood there on his own 40. But he saw his young receiver come out and use a post route. Once he hit that post route, he hit in towards the middle of the field, and boy, he hit him in stride, and it was 60 yards later as he found end zone. Nope, not today, young man, as the swarming defense from Bowman is going to stop that one. We'll stay here with 14.9 seconds. The big lead right now is 18 to nothing. All Swamp Foxes here at our game of the week. It's also senior night. Lights are on, and, well, looks like the Swamp Foxes are home. Good night here on the Ridge, great job. I love these coaches at this level, too, because I think they have just as much fun, and I think they have just as much energy, and I think they do just as much stuff as everybody else. Good times here tonight as we're broadcasting live in our game of the week. Good times here at the Ridge. Always fun to uh, do what we got to do here. We'll take a break here between the first half and the second half. But a great job by this entire team of Ashley Ridge preparing for this team. Because you can see that these guys are disciplined. They're getting the ball. They're turning it over. They're making points out of every opportunity. And they lead right now late in the first quarter, 18 to nothing. Richie Alvin here bringing the game of the week to you. Brought to you by our good friends, Everything South Carolina Youth Football Association. Here we go. And it's going to be a turnover. Should be. I believe it went enough. We'll wait and see the marker. And look at the all-time kick. Wow. Throw it all at him, Coach. The kitchen sink, the soap, even the, uh, man, I tell you what, this is something the Bowman coaches are not expecting to see on the film is they went for an all-time kick, and that's not unfamiliar at this level because at this level, I don't see many guys kicking in deep. They like to kick it short, maybe get that ball handling to be an issue, and then pick it up and either get a turnover or scoop it and go for a score. That one was just basically special teams from Bowman didn't jump on the ball, and unfortunately for them, somebody from the Ridge did. Coming at you from the eye formation with a couple of running backs behind him, he goes, takes some snap, hands it off. He's going to go to the right side, juice to the left side. But, oh, number 77, looks about 200 pounds later. And, yep, 
Not now. Not right at this moment. It's five, four, three, two, one. And that'll do the end of the first quarter. We'll take a break with them. As it is all Ashy Ridge here tonight at the Ridge. Guys, don't go anywhere. We got more of that South Carolina Youth Football Association football, the SEC, happening right after this. Everybody here, it is quarter number two, and it's all Ashley Ridge as they hand the ball off, and he's coming my way. I'm going to get out the way here as he's going to run out of bounds, but he pops up before gets that first down. Number 89 ran it like he was a man on a mission to get in the end zone, and a great job there by reading his blocks. He got around that left side, and he gets the first down. The spot the ball, it looks like close to the 25 yard line and the clock is moving here and it's a great night for football and the young fellas are on the air and everywhere here earlier today we had two of us at two different places one was uh clinton the professor of voice sports right here on southern sports central sunday night show case at six o'clock he uh will give you all the updates and recaps of the weekend in football here's a quick handoff back to the left side number 26 goes again this time he picks up five yards, so that should come up second and five on the 20. 8.15 remaining here in the second quarter. But as I was talking about, you want to catch Clinton and the voice sports team right here on Southern Sports Central. He'll be in the lab tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. He'll have some interviews. He'll be recapping some scores. I'm sure he'll be talking about the game last night or tomorrow night. It'll be on Friday night. Fort and Somerville, one of the old robberies, not the oldest robbery, but it's definitely one of the older robberies, but one of the most incredible ones in high school football. Set it up, I formation they come into. Hand it off to the big dude. Here comes 40 across and into the end zone, but I got a feeling it's coming back as a holding on the line of scrimmage, and they're going to bring this one back. Number 40 had everything he could. But, unfortunately, that was a practice. He's going to come back in here and try it again. Is, uh, looking at some of their backs. It's a uh, name is Sweet, number 40. You've got to be careful because I was over in another facility earlier today, and I think they allowed these young men to name 
their own <laughs> on the back of their jerseys. So there's no way some of these kids had so many cool, great names on one team. I was thinking, man, now that kid. Oh, yeah, that kid. Yep, I like that kid. Been thinking about it. Well, no, they allowed them to kind of uh, give themselves their own last name. Let's set you up here with 722. It's all Ashley Ridge here on the game of the week. 12 U, 18 to nothing here in the second quarter. We're back to the same formation with that big dude, number 40. Looks like a little Mike Allstott there. They're not giving it to him. They're going to roll out, throw it to the right, and he throws it over his head, and there's a flag on the play. Getting some laundry out here now, getting a little bit of that workout. But, uh, you know, I will say this. We get an opportunity. Last week we were over there at Woodland, and uh, Jay Williams in, in, you know, invited us up to do the 8U game of the week. And how about that? The Woodland Wolverines, uh, they won that one. And that was uh, a big-time matchup. Two great 8U programs grinding it out, gutting it out, doing what they do. I thought uh, it was quite an interesting deal. They moved way back. That must have been a personal foul of some sort because – they went for being on the 20. Now they're hanging out back there at the 40. So it's uh, heck, it's going to make it something in forever. It's second down in forever. Yeah, there you go. Let's go with it. Why not? Set you up here with two receivers hanging to the left side. Two receivers to the right side. Now check the receivers coming to you from the left to right. On the 40 of Bowman. Slinging across the middle over the head of an incomplete Extended there for number three. Try to catch him again. And they like that slant pattern. They like to run him down into the end zone, get him to break a hard right or a hard left. In this situation, he made a hard right towards the wood side away from the stadium, and it was over his head. As we're coming to you live from Ashley Ridge, our game of the week, 12U under the lights, Bowman, the Seminoles, and the – Ashley Ridge swamp boxes. Six forty two remaining on the second quarter. It's all Ashley Ridge. They hung eighteen on the board early in quarter one. Been quiet here in quarter two. Man in motion left to right. Three receivers to the left side. One lonely receiver to the right side. He's gonna go it to the left. He's got a man in stride. He's tangled him, but he still caught it. What a catch. Man number three of Ashley Ridge. Got his feet tangled up there with number nine. But he was able to keep his eye on the ball, and now you're looking at a fourth down. They're still not back to the line of scrimmage. They'll probably go for it. They're up 18 to nothing with 6.17 remaining here in the second quarter. Good football on a Saturday night as we're down in the ridge. I want to thank Gary Birdsong for the opportunity to come down here and feature his program here tonight. Great guy, great group of people. They do a great job helping promote us. Matter of fact, I got here and he went on the PA and introduced me and got everybody giving me a rounding, uh, little round of applause here. I, I appreciate that. And on behalf of all of us, all of you guys, thanks for the love and support. We love that we get a love on these young kids. Two receivers now going to go. Three receivers to the right side, one to the left side. Quarterback keeper, he goes and now tackles. That's going to be a turnover on down. 5.30 remaining here. Now, of course, we'll get the offense, I believe, of Bowman will come out. They'll move the chain, get these guys situated, kind of get to the direction of the ball now. As it looks like they'll be around the 20-yard line. It'll be first and 10 at Bowman's own 20. They're heading towards the schoolhouse. We're coming to you live from the field tonight. We, uh, we are actually on the practice field here 
as uh, broadcasting tonight's game. So XFL style, good stuff here on a beautiful night of football here for the youth. Want to thank our referees for all that they do. I mean, these guys, you know, you, you think about all that it takes for this game to even happen, and we're talking about, you know, we're actually talking about having, you know, referees and parents and volunteers and medic units. And if you're at the high schools, you got some of those guys and girls that are here to make sure that everybody's okay and we're following the guidelines because it is, by the way, it's COVID season here around the world. Oh, got a guy to jump. I'm not sure if it was the right guard or if it was possibly, and it was. So we'll move it down five yards. So what was first and 10 on the 20, we'll make it first and 15 from the 15. 454, you hear a little bit of Y'all jacket back and forth. The frustrations are set in for the guys of Bowman as they are trailing 18 to nothing here in the second period. Good stuff here. I just, uh, again, I don't think we understand how much it takes to run these programs here tonight as uh, these referees get the clock winding up and shotgun. He got another guy to move. I tell you what, he's got his own guys moving here tonight. He's tricking his own offensive line as he's going with the hard count. The whistles are blowing, and again, what was first and 15, now it's first and 20, which was first and 10 on the 20, now they're first and 20 on the 10. They're going in the wrong direction. They're going to take a timeout. Let's take it with them. You're listening to the South Carolina Youth Football Association right here on the Southern Sports Central Radio Network, guys. Don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, just like that, a quick pick, and it may be for six. We'll see if they do, and they do just like that, get in the end zone. Wow. Quarterback took a quick snap as we were trying to come back, and all of a sudden, he rolls out. That's the quarterback from Bowman. As he rolled back, he looked over to the left side. He had double, my, I would even say triple coverage, and not the best decision to throw it that way, but he did, and boy, did he pay for it because uh, Asher Ridge, Going to get another pick six. That makes two pick six on the night. Kind of a thing now, right? You do it once, it's luck. Second time, it becomes nature. 437 remaining after a pick six here in the second quarter. And that pick six was about a 25-yarder. That's going to now make it, I believe, wait for this one here to give you the update on the score because they're going to go for two as they set up under the uh, – he used the word go. Hand the ball off and hand it in and fall in. Gave it to him, too. And that's going to be plus two there. So, of course, you do the math, and it's going to be 26. 26 to nothing here. And a good night for senior night. What a way to recognize these groups of young men who have uh, been a part of what this situation and the program with Coach Birdsong and all of his great coaches. I mean, there's so many people, guys, who – it does. It, we, we talk about it on the show all the time. We talk about it on multiple things, and it's uh, 
and the team moms. Hey, we got to love on the team moms. Hey, got to love on team moms. I didn't mention team moms. That's a good point. Yeah, again, it's it's a whole village here. It's a whole village because there's so many, there's so many it takes for this thing to happen. Like like the young lady just like that. She said, "Don't forget about the team mom." You're right, team mom. Hey, let me get that fist bump. Game ball going over that way because they make sure that everything is in order. There's cheerleaders for most of these programs. I mean, I'm looking at them now. They're over getting ready to do 26 push-ups. Are you kidding me? Whew. And they can't be any older than 12. I'm thinking maybe 10. Bad news is, guys, they're doing it better than some of the fellas I've seen. All right, here we go. 437 in the second quarter. It's all swamp boxes. 26 to nothing. Again, want to say hello to Shane Fiddler. He is the new head football coach over here with us. Not tonight. But usually he's here. Word on the screen says, young man not feeling well. So, Coach, we're going to send our thoughts and prayers with him. And the young man, but this young man's got the ball. And they kick off into the hands of number 15. And he's going to run it all the way across the 50. And he gets into a swap box and territory. I'm looking for laundry. It ain't happening. And that's going to bring up a first down and 10. Waiting on the marker. I believe it's at the 40, Coach. And there we go. Good stuff. Good job seeing what the – other side was giving you, and he took the ball somewhere around his own 40, and he ran it like he busted out of a cannon, goes across the 50, jets down to the 30, and I believe they're moving it actually a little bit better. We're actually coming to you from the field tonight, a little different feeling. It's actually around the 30-yard line, so it's going to be first and 10 at the Swamp Fox of 30. Oh, boy, now the Seminoles feeling like they deserve to put some – points on that board as they trail 26 to nothing here. Right about 450 is when that last score was put on the board. We're walking the fields. We're enjoying the atmosphere. And, you know, I get that we don't have as much open freedom as we would like, but we do have football on a Saturday night. Next year, it's only going to get bigger and better. Set you up here. They got the ball first and 10 at the 30. Two receivers. Each side quarterback rolls out to the left side. Number one, he's going across. He's got that line of scrimmage. He's going to get three, four, maybe five yards on the game. Should come up a second down and five. I'm going to tell you how, how big this stuff is, guys, because I grew up playing football, especially at this age. And it was big. I mean, it was definitely a, a night to remember. We usually played during the daytime, by the way. But but here's the other part of it. That ain't what happens now. Now they're, they're connected to most of these are feeder programs for their high school. So they wear the logos on the side of their helmets that they would be wearing on Friday night. They wear most of the jerseys that match what that looks like on Friday night. I'm literally sitting under a drone as these guys will take it back home, these coaches will dissect it play-by-play, player-by-player, and have an assignment for each one of these kids. I'm telling you, by the time these kids are given the opportunity to get on the field on Friday nights, they will be well-oiled machines and will know the expectations. Let's blow that whistle, start that clock, as we're under four minutes here. 26 nothing coming to you from the 25-yard line. Quarterback scrambling, and he's coming back our way. Now to the left side, right side. Oh, he hit him in, but the ball's loose. And it's a blindside block. He's going to get 15 yards on that one. You got to make sure if you can read his numbers, you got to leave him alone because they hit him. 
pretty hard, but what he did is he hit him into his quarterback, and they almost had a turnover on down. That was huge. And I'm looking at a replay. Look at that. Oh, my goodness gracious. Man, that's crazy. It's football, man. Hey, this is what it's about. And I believe they're going to come back this yard, and they'll move the ball again. So, again, here's what happens so far if you're Bowman and you're listening in. You guys are getting great field position, and then you're finding ways to retract that by just some of these little penalties become big penalties. And what, by the way, was first and 10 hanging out on 25, you're now looking at a second down and not even close to a country mile. This would be like from coast to coast is where they're trying to get to is their own, their own 30. Quarterback scramble 74 from Asheri to get in. Misses the tackle. Another missed tackle. But number two is going to get him long enough for the rest of the swap boxes to swarm him and tackle him. And now a third down and a long wish list, if you will. And he's going to be coming at you around the 50-yard line. He does get a good bit of substantial yards that he lost back. But, you know, you, you start to kind of look at some of the discipline. You, you know, we talk about this on Friday nights. You know, when we're over there on FD Sports TV, and it's all about discipline and character. You know, you got to make sure that if you make a mistake, then you just let that play go and do the next play. And, you know, it's always when a good friend of mine, Joe Call, the former coach over in Somerville, now he's over there at Oceanside. They also, by the way, big win, and they won the region. He always said, Makes the best, make the best next decision. Here's a decision that he's not going to wish he made, the quarterback keeper, and he's going to keep it for a short game. After number 36 from the Swamp Foxes puts his hands on them and introduces himself here on a Saturday night. A little small gain, but not much. As a long fourth down is up and waiting for the boys from Bowman. Coming up at halftime, I'll give you a little short break, and then we'll go over some of the scores here tonight. From uh, around the Friday night lights, some region champions. Fort Norchester, they win their region. Goose Creek. You won your region, Oceanside. They win their region. So we got some champions down here in the low country in their region play. A snap with some movement, and I'm afraid it could be coming back this way. We'll wait and see. Yep, it is on Bowman. So five yards back they go. Score update, 26-0. We are at Ashley Ridge. It's 157 in the second quarter. Good time for us to uh, thank all of those who have allowed us to be here tonight. Coach Berry. Gary Benstone, he's uh, done a great job getting us in here and making sure that we're comfortable and we're in position and we can do what we got to do. He's given us full access tonight. Thank you very much, Coach. There's a snap on the shotgun formation. Two receivers to the left, one to the other side. He goes to the other side, and he does catch it. He completes it at the 45, still on his feet, drugged down at the 40, and he's still short of the original line of scrimmage. Number nine, the quarterback there. But the Seminoles did a great job. He threw it. He completed it. But the young man was, uh, man, he was in a pretty deep hole. As now we'll switch sides. Minute 33. Coming up at halftime, we'll get you some scores, some updates from last night's football action. I'll even look through the old clicker from college football. We'll give you some updates around that as well. I'm Richie Alvin bringing you the South Carolina Youth Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by our good friends and, of course, the commissioner, Jay Williams of the SEC, and that's the league over here on the coast side, the south side, or what have you here in South Carolina, coming to you all the way from uh, Somerville, South Carolina tonight. Youth football, 12U, that is the 12U Bowman Seminoles 
on the road here tonight at the 12 East Swamp Fox. Here's the snap, and it's going to be a quarterback. He's going to hand it off real quick to the young running back. 89 twist out of one tagway, twist it out of two. And I tell you what, the kid looked like he had some oil wrapped around him. The number 89 had the ball, and he was just sliming his way through tackles and getting all the way for a tough but well-deserved three-yard gain. He's around now, the 43 of their own, and 106. The clock continues to move here under the lights. Swamp Foxes are now heading towards the scoreboard. Give you a little barren field there, uh, big time, 26 nothing. second quarter. Under a minute we go. Here's the snap. Quarterback going to hand it there. Oh, I got a guy coming this way. Oh, my goodness, he's tackled pretty aggressively. Some would say, I say it's a great tackle. Number 26 came around the left side like he was shot out of a cannon. But he was quickly introduced to number 21, who has definitely got some length to him. Down the road, I can see him being a pretty impressive wide receiver, maybe a DB. This is the future, guys. I mean, if we look at it here, you're Bowman. These guys right here, these are guys you'll be talking about on Friday night. Could be the final play of the game here in the second, or excuse me, the final play of the second quarter, under 20 seconds. Here we go under the eye formation. Asher Ridge does. Takes the snap. It is the final play. Here he goes to the right side, and that will run out the clock. That'll run us through a quick halftime break. Let's get some water. Let's get some conversation, and we'll be back as you're listening to the South Carolina Youth Football Association Game of the Week, brought to you by Southern Sports Central, right here on the Southern Sports Central Radio Network, guys. Don't go anywhere. We have some halftime conversation coming up next, guys. Everybody, I'm Rich Yellen here. It's halftime here at the Ridge. Here is uh, the Swamp Foxes at Ashley Ridge. 
are up big time. It is a 12-view battle here on our game of the week. They are up 26 to nothing. 26 to nothing over the Bowman Seminoles, a 12-view program as well that comes in from that Bowman area. Last night, let's give us some recaps of around the town. And, of course, brought to you by our friends right here of, of course, uh, well, of course, Ashley Ridge. How about it? We're right here at the Ridge. Let's talk about their big game last night. They won 58-18. to 18. Coach Shane Filler has uh, done a great job with all of the things he's had to go through, and that is, of course, COVID. Not having the time to work out with his kids, not doing certain things that maybe in a normal situation, that would have been a different conversation. But it is what it is, and he makes no excuses. But he did make a 58-18 conversation on senior night. They recognize those seniors in that stadium just over the other side of this field. Also in action around the area last night, Baptist Hill, 54 to nothing. Boy, they took it to Military Magnet and South. Battery Creek, they went 40 to zero over North Charleston. Buford, how about the boys of Buford? I'm going to tell you something. Do not overlook Buford and 4A football. Myrtle Beach, by the way, the number one team in the state of 4A football, if I'm not mistaken, was taken out last night by Wilson, a team that wasn't taken out was Buford. They beat Colleton County 55 to nothing. Berkeley, the Stags, they go on by the way. They will be the number two seed in that region. So they, of course, I believe they'll be traveling to play Sumter once the playoffs start in about three weeks. Now, Berkeley last night beats Cane Bay 20 to nothing. Oh, check out Mr. Sean, the head coach over at Cross, winning big against St. John's 32 to nothing. First Baptist Still rolling. The storm is up to Category 5, and it is rolling through the season. If they don't have six wins, that means they got seven. I'm not sure which of the other. But they beat Pinewood Prep 37-27, and at one point, Pinewood was hanging in there. Something to look at in the future over there if you're a Pinewood Prep follower. Ocean side co-allegiant. We talked about that with Joe Call. He is the bull shark. We call him that. He is the head coach over there, though. He took down academic magnet 49 to nothing. Now, Oceanside, good news for those guys. When they beat Coach Preg and the boys of Hanahan a couple of weeks ago over on their home field, that secured their spot for the most part. And then they concluded with a couple more wins, which guaranteed they are the number one seed, and they will play all the way through the playoffs, as long as they win, and here's the caveat to that. They will actually get to play the state championship game, thanks to COVID, at home. That's right. The lower state this year, 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A, and 5A will all be held in the lower state. Next year, we go to the upper state, but this year, it will stay in the lower state schools. But Oceanside improves and still remains undefeated. Palmetto Christian, a big win over Patrick Henry, 46-14. Porter Gowd, how about this one? Look at this. Porter Gowd gets it done against Ben Lippin, 38-28. St. John's Christian beating out Dorchester Academy, 19-12. Here is a win for many that are fans of Coach Denny over there at Stratford. Now, don't forget, Stratford opened the season in that midnight mass game against Somerville, they literally played from Friday to Saturday, right? Because they didn't start the game until right before midnight. And then they got done about 1 o'clock on Saturday morning. They won and then picked up another big win against Wando. Well, last night, 
for bragging rights in a cup. I wish I had in front of me what the name of that cup was, but it's basically the governor's cup or the mayor's cup. Check that. It's the mayor's cup of Goose Creek where the mayor comes out, hands out. The winner gets that trophy, and it's going to stay or go to Stratford this year because they won 22-21 to over the region champion. That's right. Goose Creek won their region a week ago, and this week they take a tough loss to Stratford. Wes Ashley. They go to Wando and win 21-14. Young program. Again, we talk about what Coach Fiddler's had to be dealt with here. Joe Call's had to deal with it. Or Craig has had to deal with it. And so has West Ashley. And West Ashley, after taking a tough loss to the Ford a week ago, they relinquish that conversation and take out Wando 21-14. Next week, by the way, Wando will host Fort Dorchester. Well, Branch, another team down there in the southern part of the low low country, if you will. They come on the show on a regular basis on Southern Sports Central. They can be heard right here on the network on Mondays and Wednesdays from 6 to 9 in the evening. But the boys of Well Branch, 69, trust and charter zero. And look at this one. Oh, Coach Cyber, he is the athletic director at Woodland. He's got some dogs, and he's doing big things up at the wood, and they won – Last night, as they laid some wood on Timberland, 25-8. to eight. Congratulations to Woodland because they are now region champions. That's a big deal in many ways. If you're a coach, you're a player, you're a former one of those, or even just a fan, it's not easy to win your region. We talked about that big Fort Dorchester Summerville game. It was, as advertised, a failed two-point conversion attempt in the final minutes prevented Somerville from pulling an upset and left the Region 8 5A football championship at Fort Dorchester's hands. Now, the Patriots defeated rival Somerville last night, 35-34, to clinch the regional championship game. And with that being said, you start to kind of put everything in order. Well, how does it work for the Fort? Well, let me give you their layout, because I do have an understanding in 5A football how it works. In 5A, Somerville will travel to Dutch Fork, they will play the winner of the Sumter-Berkeley game. No, check that. They will play the winner of the Goose Creek-Carolina Forest game. So, Somerville travels to Dutch Forest, finishes the playoff start. If they win that game, then they will play the likes of either Carolina Forest, who will travel to Goose Creek for week one. Ford Dorchester wins that region. Congratulations to the Fort on winning another region and taking that trophy home after a big win last night at home on senior night as well where they recognized a lot of their seniors but now they get the like that looks like River Bluff that's the same team that's in the region with Dutch Fork they'll play the guy who is the second on that seat now they will play the winner it's actually of the Berkeley and Sumter round three will possibly be well a nucleus of teams, and that will be that Dutch Fork side of either Dutch Fork in Somerville, and then, of course, it could easily also could be Goose Creek or Carolina Forest. Guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're only doing it just to set it up to the show to go in, in the third quarter. It's all Ashley Ridge here on Senior Night, guys. All Ashley Ridge, 26 to nothing, guys. We'll be right back with the third quarter. Don't go anywhere. Girl, the way you're moving, got me in a train. These ain't coming up, they look 
Again, I want to thank Jay Williams and, of course, Mr. Gary Birdsong for allowing us to be here tonight. Of course, Shane Fiddler, he is the head coach of uh, the big boys here on Friday night. Congratulations, Coach Fiddler. Last night you picked up a big win on senior night. Mentioned it earlier, 58-18 to 18 over Stahl. Set you up here in the third quarter. Nine minutes are on the clock, and it is all Ashley Ridge, 26 to nothing. The 12U Swamp Foxes hosting the 12U guys of uh, Bowman on a beautiful night for football under the lights. Ashley Ridge, unis look like this. The pink socks, the black pants, the pink jerseys, and that signature helmet. It's gold with the logo of a Swamp Fox on each side. If you're coming in from Bowman, check this out. You have got black pants, black jerseys, white numbers, black helmet, and that nice Little uh, brave, if you will, tomahawk on the side. Kicking off will be Bowman as Ashley Ridge will return it, coming towards the scoreboard and heading into the woods away from the school. Here you go. It actually goes back towards the end zone. This is a big kick. Young man gets across the 15 to the 20 to the 25 and 30, 50, 40. Other side to the 35 in the end zone. If he doesn't get caught at the 15, maybe the 5. And they're going to push him out at the five. And number 26 runs for his life and has a great, I mean, a great return. An incredible return there of about 90 yards and sets up. Ashley Ridge will move it back to the 10. Woo-wee, what about an 80-yard return? 80 yards to get him. In a great field position, they're heading towards the scoreboard, away from the school. If you're listening and trying to get your bearings in check, let me help you. Man, third quarter starting off with a nice touch, and we're ready. We're going to give them credit for 80-yard return to the 10. They have the lead right now, and again, it is a 26 to nothing lead. That was in the first half. He didn't burn much off the clock, 7.54. They're coming up at you at the jam-packed formation. Under shotgun, big number, 40. Oh, we got movement. 
You know you got a pretty good quarterback when he can even trick your own guys, and that's going to be on Ashley Ridge's offense. Push him back, push him back, way back, as the cheerleaders would say. What was a first and 10 from the 10 is now first and 10 from the 15. It's really first and goal, but we'll play suit. Coming to you down on the field. XFL style tonight. I love that. Look around. The crowd is here. It's a late night here. Here's the snap. A handoff. Ford, he's got the ball. He stumbles across it. Oh, does he introduce himself? Not by design, but by an opportunity. Number 64 for Bowman. Wrapped him up high around his neck. But, hey, that's football. Tackle him down. Get him down. And that's the way it works. A great job there by the Seminoles to slow down their big guy of Ashley Ridge. Now, number 40, Coach Feather, if you're listening, get that young man's number because it looks like he could be doing some things on the B team next year. You know, and I think this is a great concept. We'll talk about that after this play here. We'll set you up. We're clock running at 629. It's all Ashley Ridge's 12-year program up, 26 to nothing. Give you a breakdown of the other two games after this. Jam back formation here as they have an eye formation here. Under the center they go, hand it off to another running back. He's got green, he's got a stiff arm, and he's got six points. Number two leaps across the goal line and scores. Good job there by reading his blocks. He stood there patiently, saw an opportunity on the right side, took the ball from the left side to the right side so that he could stiff arm number 13. He was coming over for a tackle, and he said, well, not today. As he put six on the board, and that's going to – Make that lead 32. So, six. And we're going to give it about, again, just trying to eyeball it here. Let's say 15-yard run. Number two on the carry. And that makes it now 32 to nothing. The 531 remaining here in the third quarter. Play happening here. Quarterback keeper to the right side. He goes and in the end zone and like that, they'll put in two more. Man, what a good job there by seeing what he had offered there with five minutes and 13 seconds. He runs in the end zone and puts in two more points. That's going to bring it up to bring it up to 34. Trying to write all this down so we can recap it a little later. Here, two point conversion by the QB. Again, we're uh. Excited to be out here and on the road tonight out of studio. Anytime I can get out of that studio, man, look, COVID taught me one thing, and that is I'm thankful for the opportunity to get out here. You know what? When Thanksgiving gets here, ladies and gentlemen, you guys got to have to keep it brief because, you know, we always talk about what we're thankful for. There's a lot to be thankful for, hopefully, by the time Thanksgiving gets here in a few weeks. Hard to believe I'm saying a few weeks and not months. This season has been one of those, right? But anyways, let's give you kind of a recap of uh, some of the games that happened earlier right here on this field. It was the 8U, 8U Swamp Foxes, 32 to nothing. They won in a big time to start off the festivities here senior night. And then 10U took it to town, 62 to 6. That's the Swamp Foxes they won. And here tonight, it's all the 12U that you can read, write, and handle. They are up in style. 34 to nothing in the third quarter. Third quarter action here now. Swamp Fox is going to kick another onside kick, and it goes in between the legs. Number one picks it up. He's running from the left side to the right side. He's got some green patches. Oh, he may be gone. He checks in. He checks out. 
five, four, three, two, one. And like that, he ran it back 55 yards. And that should be a touchdown. Looking for some uh, flags. I don't see any of the referees. You know, these guys aren't quite as in great shape as these 12-year-olds. But I do see a flag across the middle here. So we're going to wait and see what this flag is. I, for some reason, I had a feeling there was some laundry there. There's the drone. He's going to go check out that flag for us. They're waving it off. So I don't know what happened, but we're going to give it to him. So finally, the boys from Bowman put something on the board. 55-yard kickoff return and fashion here. Good stuff. He did that with 2.48 on the clock. Now it's going to be 34, pending the extra two points if they get it. Either six or eight. Who do you appreciate? I don't know. We'll see. I appreciate the guys over here at Ashley Ridge tonight. This is our uh, home away from home on a beautiful Saturday night of football. Good, good afternoon. I'm Richie Altman here for our Game of the Week, 12U, doing what we do here under the lights on Saturday night. Great crowd. Socially distant, so by the way. Masks are in attendance. <laughs> Breaking this thing out. Two receivers. Second now. Three receivers to the left side. Quarterback rolls out to the right side. Ain't nobody home. He ain't getting even past or near the line of scrimmage. That'll make it six. So 34 to six. Is where we'll stand here with 156 remaining in the third quarter. Next week, if you're going to follow us, and I hope you do, either right here on the radio or you can follow us, well, by just getting in that car and heading on over to the fort. We'll be in the backyard, as I call it, the practice field over there. Just kidding. Check this out. Breaking news. And it ain't even at 11. It's right now. We're doing it in the stadium next week. Yep. We're going to let the big boys hang out in the stadium next week in 12U under the lights stadium. They will be our game of the week. We'll start that broadcast around 630. If you uh, want to catch the 8 and the 10, usually they do it around 4. They're all in the big house next Saturday night for the regular season finale. Playoffs are to follow I got a little something for you on that one coming up after this kickoff. As the boys from Bowman put up some points, it's now a 6 to 34. And we're under a minute. Boy, this quarter here took off in fashion. And it is a running clock. And the reason it's a running clock is because of the point differential. Onside kick and falls on it. Asher Ridge does. And they'll have the ball first and 10. Yeah, around the 50. We'll give it 45. Again, we're coming to you from the sidelines and the end zones, and sometimes we get out really on the field. Great job of action and a great job of uh, good competition here tonight. We're going to try to look this thing up real quick. But, yeah, they, you know, the commissioner and I, we talked from time to time, but we had a chance to actually talk about what it's going to look like uh, when the playoffs do start. We'll get into that here now. So, when we start to look at it, the first round of playoffs will be at least two locations. The East will be held at Stratford, and the West will be held right here at Ashley Ridge. Six games each, all on November the 6th. So write that date, circle it, put it on your little stopwatch, and make sure that you're either listening to us here on Southern Sports Central, and I'll be giving you a few other avenues because myself 
and Clinton Robinson Sr. may be doing double duties. I may be here. He may be there, but we'll be everywhere as much as we can. We'll be doing live feeds on our social media. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at SO Sports Central and on Facebook at Southern Sports Central. All of those avenues are open for opportunity to keep up with. Of course, Clinton is part of the voice sports team that we brought along with us. His big boss man up there in that Virginia, Maryland area. I want to thank those guys for being a part of what we do. Clinton does also do a show here on Sunday night in the lab, voice sports and the professor right here on Southern Sports Central, 6 o'clock tomorrow night. We'll give you a rundown and a recap of all this action. I'll be on there tomorrow night with him, recapping this game since he wasn't able to get out here tonight. But that's just, uh, again, you want to write that date down. November 7th, six games at each field. Ashley Ridge and Stratford will be hosting. Then in the second round will be held at Danny Jones, the east and at the fort, the west side. So, again, Danny Jones, the second round and the fort will host that on November 14th. Let's go back down to the field. 857, and it's all Ashley Ridge here. Breaks the huddle, two receivers to the left, one to the right. Man in motion, and he had a guy as he slung that rock right side, and he had him at the 20. He had beaten his defender. Number three was side-by-side side with 21. He must have hit that extra button because he takes off and is able to get down into um, away from that defender, but he wasn't able to uh, get the ball in overthrown. Back to what it looks like. So in round two, it will be held at Danny Jones and at the fort, November 14th, three games each. Then the SEC championship game. Now this one is going to be held at Woodland. That's November 21st, and that's three games there. Lots of dates, guys. We're going to give this all to you on some social media. And then the South Carolina Youth Football Association Championship game will be November 28th at Seven Oaks Parks in Columbia. There will be four games. Let's get back to the action. Two receivers left, two right. He goes to the left side. Here goes a big hit by number one. But don't worry, that little guy there has been hit a few good times, but he gets up every time and helps him back to the line, gets back into the huddle. I'm looking at the number. I think it's 22. Again, for you coaches that are listening, we media guys appreciate white numbers on dark uniforms. It makes my life a lot easier so that I can give the names or at least the numbers to moms and dads and grandmas and aunts and uncles and the mailman, whoever's listening. Quick rundown here tonight, 7.30, remaining in the fourth quarter. It's all Ashley Ridge here tonight on senior night. They are up 34-6. to six. Bowen finally got something moving on a kickoff return of 55 yards with 248 remaining. Unfortunately, not able to put any extra points on the board, but they got something out of it tonight that they can carry back with them. Ashley Ridge likes to go under the center. They do that again as they take the snap, hand it off to the right side. He's coming at us from the scoreboard. Big stiff arm in the face. No, he's still on his feet. The young man is charging across midfield and maybe, maybe got into the Seminole territory here. And this young man was turned around. I originally, I thought he got him by the face mask, but he grabbed him by the jerseys or maybe around the horse collar, but it wasn't called. But this young man is taught by, of course, uh, Gary Birdsong and all his coaches, you keep chopping your feet and let the rest of it happen. Big time football here on a night to remember for the seniors that are uh, will be exiting the program and heading towards the high school level. And, again, a great job by – and I don't know if this is everybody in the SEC. I can't speak for that. But I can't speak for Somerville. I can't speak for Ashley Ridge. I speak very closely to the Fort. These guys have 
coined these youth programs against their with their own schools. Cade Bay part of that as well. We're coming to the action here. Takes the snap up the middle. He goes, and the running back spins out of one. And he, oh, man, he was choke slammed down by a big dog number. Ooh, that cat looks like he might be able to play some varsity. Number 64 from Bowman. Wraps him up the line of scrimmage. Send the cap to uh, the Ashley Ridge coaches for allowing some of their guys to get some action in here. Looking for a uh, marker. They got the first down, so we got what he needed to get. But for these schools, what, they're, what they've done is they've gotten together with these youth programs and they marry their entire from uniforms to play calling very similar. Going in the air to the right side. It's complete. But unfortunately, momentum carried him back the other way. He's able to get some positive. But because he had to come back to the ball, that momentum carried him for what could have been a five-yard gain to now it looks like a two-yard gain. That'll bring up a second down at eight. Somewhere, not over the rainbow, but definitely around the 40-yard line as I'm coming to you live from the field down here. Oh, look at this. Jay Williams is in the house. You know it's serious when Jay's here, so the commissioner has popped in, and we're going to hang out with him in a few. 4.43 remaining here. Here comes that running back. They got him in the backfield. Oh, yeah, the blind side, number 64, comes in here and eats him for lunch, or I guess it would be dinner. As that's some good stuff there is uh, 4.27 remaining. Ashley Rich has the ball also. On the carry there, that'll bring up a third down and about 12. Score update here, 34. 34 to 6 here in the fourth quarter. Don't forget, next week we're heading to the fort. We'll be in the big stadium over at Bagwell, where we'll have not one, not two, but three big games. But it will be the game of the week. We'll be the guys in 12U. Airtime, 630. Make sure you're brought right here with us. If you can't be with us, man. You're missing out. Break the huddle. Two receivers wild on the left. Two receivers on the left. Man in motion, left to right. He gets set, so we got three on the other side. He's going to go to the left side. He now throws it out there, in and out of the feet, and some positive yards, but it's going to bring up a manageable fourth down. Fourth down with 30-32 and running clock. As we uh, look at these guys here, they're going to bring up, I think I heard punching. That's some stuff I haven't heard much out here on this field. It kind of caught me off guard. Good night here for football. Again, want to thank the South Carolina Youth Football Association for partnering us up right here on Southern Sports Central. I'm Richie Alban, broadcasting live at our game of the week. You can hear it every Saturday night right here on this network as we, we love the opportunity to promote these young athletes, these young dogs that are hunting on a Saturday night. Fourth down, they're going for it. Two receivers to the left, nobody to the right side to run it back around his side here. Here comes, it looks like the Wildcat. No, he broke loose. He fumbles the ball and picks it up. It's going to be, I'm not sure why they blew the whistle, but <laughs> number 77 stripped the ball. It gets down on the ground. 77 picks it up, and they blew the whistle. That's unusual. Hey, no worries. 229 remaining in the fourth. Period. Here, let's look around some of the action around college football. Why not? Let's talk some college football. As, uh, you know, we, we understand that, hey, everybody loves college football. you got to love it because it is what we know here in the fall. A couple of updates happening around college football. If you're a big-time 
Wake Forest fans, you better be excited. You just took down the number 19 team in the country, Virginia Tech, 23-16. How about Michigan? They're up 14-7. Miami, Virginia. Miami with a lead currently 7-0. Earlier today at some finals, Wisconsin wins big 45-7. Clemson wins 47-21 over Syracuse. University of North Carolina and NC State, they squared away just earlier. And that's actually a football robbery, 48-21 North Carolina. Back to the action. Two receivers left side, nobody to the right side. The big quarterback keeper to the right side. Stiff arms one, gets a first down, and is finally tackled out of bounds. Looking for that line and looking at that marker. Good stuff there. We're under about a minute and 20. Some other updates. How about the Ohio State Buckeyes? Were they real? Were they not? Well, they really were hot. 52-17. They beat Nebraska. Kansas State, Kansas. 55, Kansas State, number 20 in the country, takes out Kansas. How about those Shawna Clears of the Fun Belt? They're having some fun, as they want to get it. 5-0, 28-14. They win big. And uh, you start to kind of look at everything and say, Georgia Southern got a piece of that, but they didn't want any of them because they were beat 28-14. It was actually a pretty good game throughout some of it. They do stop the clock. Looking like they're going to have some conversation as it is a 20, excuse me, 34-6 lead. Ashley Ridge, the Seminoles of Bowman, the 12U boys are heading towards the schoolhouse. 165, if you're familiar with the area. But big night for football, a lot of happening here. Also, a final Oklahoma State, 24-17, Iowa State, 21. Notre Dame, oh, they're getting close to playing the Tigers of Clemson. They beat Pitt, 45-3. to Penn State, they're done. They're knocked out, possibly won't see the final four. They were knocked out in overtime, 36-35 by Indiana. Here's a big-time pass in the air. And that could have been offensive pass interference. The quarterback comes out, rolls out to the left side, saw his guy over to what looked like to be a post route. But the young guys from Ashley Ridge were ready to go and waited for the opportunity, jumped up, but was pulled back down. 22 seconds remaining here. Alabama, by the way, number two in the country. They knocked down Tennessee in the big robbery there for he seventeen. Don't forget, next week we'll be live right here on Southern Sports Central. Big time run to the right side, and I believe in seven seconds. That will probably do it here tonight. 34-6 with seven seconds remaining. But next week we'll be live right here on Southern Sports Central coming to you from the fort. It is our game of the week. They welcome in the Raiders of North Charleston. And, boy, let me tell you what, fort is getting better every week under those lights and under that sun. And North Charleston, the Raiders, well, they've got some good tradition in their program. So it's going to be a heavyweight matchup that you don't want to miss. We're taking it from the backyard, the practice field, and we're going to put them inside the stadium. Kick off sometime around 4 for the 8U. The 12U will kick off somewhere around 7 o'clock. We'll go live at 630. You don't want to miss it. This game, by the way, great job, referees, for winding that clock up. The final 3, 2, 1. And we're done here. Under the lights, the final run. The quarterback, let's see if he can get in the end zone. He runs to the right side, and he steps out of bounds. And that'll do it. Ashley Ridge, the 12U Swap Foxes, win this one a 34-6 final here tonight. And, again, we want to thank everybody from the South Carolina Youth Football Association. 
to, of course, Jay Williams. He is our commissioner of the FEC. He brings us in and around town, and we're coming to a town near you. Stay tuned. Don't forget, tomorrow night, it will be the professor right here on Southern Sports Central, part of Voice Sports and Southern Sports Central. The takeover has begun, and he will take it all over and take over the studio. He will turn it into, well, the lab. And it will be live from 6 to 9. You want to check that out, hang out, and be a part of that as well. A couple of big things tonight. It was a big night for the Ashley Ridge Swamp Foxes as their 8U program won 32 to nothing, 10U program 62 to 6. And just now, the final score right here, under the lights at the practice field, the Swamp Foxes, the 12U on senior night, win a 34-34-6 win, guys. I want to thank all of you for all that you guys continue to do to be amazing, to be a part of your programs around the youth football. On behalf of all of us, to all of you, we say so long, farewell, and God bless. We'll be live tomorrow night right here on Southern Sports Central. Follow us on Facebook at southernsportscentral.com, Southern Sports Central on Facebook, and SO Sports Central on Twitter, guys. And until next week, stay safe.